Morning, it's February 2nd, and this is To My Liberal Friends. We all remember when the Hunter Biden laptop story broke. It was big news in, the, in a few media outlets, but for the most part, the mainstream media, and I'm talking about CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, the New York Times, Washington Post, and others, they ignored it and said nothing. When finally forced to say something, they went full on for the Russian disinformation theme that was being pushed by liberals and the Biden campaign. So just a history lesson, the laptop was left at a Delaware computer shop for repair. When the owner saw what was on the laptop, he contacted the FBI and turned the laptop over to them, but also provided a copy to the New York Post. On October 14, 2020, the New York Post published articles containing emails from a laptop of unknown authorship and suggested that Hunter Biden provided an opportunity for them, Vadim Posarsky, an advisor to the board of Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, to meet with his father, Vice President Joe Biden. Hunter Biden later got a $50,000 a month gig on that board. The Biden campaign immediately denied any such meeting, and Biden said he never spoke to his son about his business dealings. Now, how many of you listening to this actually believe that Joe Biden never spoke to his son about his business dealings? Now, say it with a straight face if you continue to believe that. They traveled on foreign trips on Air Force Two for hours upon hours and never spoke about what Hunter was up to in Ukraine or China. What did he do while he was there? Joe never asked. On October 15th, the Post published another article regarding a business venture relating to CEFC China Energy that Hunter Biden was negotiating with potential investment partners in May of 2017 when his father was then a private citizen. The Post published a purported email it said came from the laptop written by one of the prospective investors on which Hunter Biden was copied. The email described the proposed equity shares of each of the investors in the venture, include ending with a reference to, quote, 10 held by H for the big guy, end quote. On May 26, 2021, the New York Post published another article posted on a purported email suggesting that Joe Biden met with Vadim Posharsky at a dinner in Cafe Milano in Washington. The Washington Post investigated the April 16, 2015 dinner and according to dinner attendee Rick Leach, who, like Hunter Biden, was one of the leaders of a funding organization, discussions at the dinner were about food security, not politics or business. Leach said that Joe Biden briefly dropped by the dinner to meet Alex Carlosis. According to Leach, Joe Biden didn't even know who was there, didn't sit down, and was not part of the dinner or the dinner discussion. Carlusis, a longtime friend of Joe Biden, had an influential role with the Greek Orthodox Church before Joe Biden long worked with it. Carlusis corroborated Leach's account. But according to the Washington Post, the tentative guest list for the dinner included someone named Vadim with no surname listed. But Joe Biden never spoke to Hunter about his business dealings. He just happened to be at the same restaurant at the same time the meeting was occurring. Mere coincidence. So this is the background on the laptop. And the New York Post has published numerous pieces in their investigation of the connections between the laptop, Hunter Biden, and his father, Joe Biden. This would have been a bombshell story a month before the 2020 election. It would have suggested that Joe Biden, as the United States Vice President, had assisted his son Hunter in conducting business dealings with both Ukrainian and Chinese businesses. But the Biden campaign enlisted their supporters to denounce the laptop story and claim it was not only false, but part of a Russian disinformation campaign designed to assist Donald Trump and harm Joe Biden. Hunter Biden assisted in this cover-up by stating in an interview 
He did not know if the laptop was his and did not remember ever dropping one off at a computer repair shop in Delaware. Must have been while he was in a cocaine-induced fog. Then on October 12, 2020, a group of 51 former senior intelligence officials who had served in the, in the Trump administration and three previous presidents released an open letter stating that the release of the alleged email, emails, quote, had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. And they added, quote, we want to emphasize that we do not know if the emails provided to New York Post by President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, are genuine or not, but we do not have evidence of Russian involvement. Just our experience makes us deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case, end quote. The letter also stated, and again I quote, such an operation would be consistent with Russian objectives as outlined publicly and recently by the intelligence community to create political chaos in the United States and to deepen political divisions here, but also to undermine the candidacy of former Vice President Joe Biden and thereby help the candidacy of President Trump, end quote. These 51 intelligence officials must now have egg all over their faces. Today, Hunter Biden's attorneys are admitting the laptop was in fact his, but he is now the victim. They're now arguing that Joe Mac Isaac, who owns the computer shop, had no right to inspect the data on the computer, let alone make copies to give to the media. Think about that. First, they deny the laptop's his, that it was created for Russian disinformation, they list a bunch of intelligence officials to back that up, and then when the evidence is overwhelming that the laptop was in fact genuine, as finally admitted by the New York Post, New York Times and the Washington Post, they want to play the victim card. I suspect these attorneys are on the offensive because now that there's a Republican majority in the House, they know there will be further inv investigations and more damaging information may come out. The White House will stick to their story that the President never spoke to his son about business. I think most intelligent people will find that claim to be a bit ludicrous. And let me say that I feel sorry for Joe Biden. His son or Hyden has been a screw-up his entire life, and I don't need to go into the details. But Joe Biden should have to answer some basic questions. Was he the big guy mentioned in the emails? Other witnesses have said he was. And why would his son pay him $50,000 a month to rent his home in Delaware? Was that just a way to funnel money from his foreign business buildings to the big guy, his dad? Stay tuned because a lot more of this will be coming out in the next few months. And we may not have touched on the business of dealings of Joe's brothers, James and Frank Biden, but you can bet the House Investigative Committee will look at their, their interests as well. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please click the subscription button on either Spotify or YouTube. Thank you.